Hey, welcome to Hot Takes, everybody. It is I, Young Shiro, along with my illustrious cohort, Dr. Skeleton Lipstick. We want to welcome you to the preeminent Vaporwave talk show on the internet. Two years strong, Hot Takes is a space for all opinions. Um, all, I see a lot of first-time chatters in here. What's up, you guys? I see some regulars from the Discord server and some, some long-time friends in chat. Have we got a hell of an episode for you guys tonight? We have a longtime Vapor Wave and Vapor Trap OG, King Quartz, who agreed to uh, to join us tonight. Oh, there's our, our track ID wasn't working. My goodness! Woo! Wouldn't be hot takes without some tech some tech issues. Uh, get me in there. Get yeah. me in there. We got uh, we got we, we'll ha- we'll get King Quartz in pretty soon. Uh, but we want to thank you guys all for being here. Uh, keep the questions in chat rolling for King Quartz. Remember. Um, you guys are our, our top priority, aside from our, our guest tonight. Uh, let us know if the music's too loud, if Chris's mic is too low, anything, all of the above. Any emojis that you place in chat will show up across the screen, so let those emojis fly. Uh, we heard you, King Quartz, um, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just a couple chat, things. Can the chat hear me? Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, we'll, um, we'll, of course, we'll bring you on and we'll, we'll start chatting. Hot takes uh, after the intro. The um, the fact is, I've been wanting to get King Quartz on the show for a long time, so you guys are in for a treat. Um, I'd like to get started just by letting you guys know about some of the CloudBot commands y'all can use during the show. Uh, I'm going to just go ahead and use them all right now. Exclamation point Shiro allows you to get a link to my link tree. Exclamation point Skelly allows you to get a link to Skelly's link tree. Uh, exclamation point Donate allows you to follow the link to donate to the show. No pressure, but all donations go straight to the show, uh, commissioned art, and uh, and just uh, improving the show for the community. Um, Discord! Exclamation point. Discord. Link to the Discord server. Jump in the Discord server, guys. We argue about all kinds of fun and, and honestly dumb shit all the time. It's great. Um, we would love to have you guys in there. Just uh, be nice, don't be a dick, and don't be annoying. Otherwise, everyone is welcome. I can't remember the last command, but uh, we'll go ahead and jump in with some recommendations, courtesy of me. The first recommendation I have for everybody tonight, as far as albums that you guys should check out, is actually an album by a former guest, Mr. Hotel Pools. Probably the best oh, known... Oh, yay. Love Great that. guy. Probably the best known chill synth artist in the scene, other than Home of Home Residence fame. Hotel Pools has quite an impressive discography under his belt already and i wanted to give a special shout out to his full-length album still which is just a classic vibey 80s influence just chill demagnetized tape warble filled very fun experience um if you're not familiar with hotel pools you got to check them out especially if you like any sort of 80s influenced music if you're a fan of windows 96 fm skyline Hopefully, I'm not telling anybody anything new here. Check out Still by Hotel Pools. And along those lines, I've been really riding that chill synth wave. My favorite artist in the entire scene, I don't know if you've heard him, Chris, is a guy named Hello Meteor. Oh, yeah. Hello Meteor is really wonderful. Very pensive stuff. A little bit slower than some of the, uh, a little bit more build-ups and, like, growth than some of the stuff that gets right into the drums. I love Hello I would Meteor. use that word. Absolutely pensive. Uh, he's very good at creating soundscapes. And just creating like a, a sound to fill 
an imagined space, right? Like he does a lot of oh, like, imagined that. soundtracks. Me too, man. And his music is just beautiful. It's so damn yeah. poignant and gentle. My only beef is that sometimes the mastering is a little low. His albums can be a little on the quiet side. Uh, like the opposite of Carpenter Brute, you know? But I'd like to recommend this specific album. He's got a hell of a lot of albums. Recommend an album called Dusk Aquarium. I mean, with a title like that, how can you ignore a Dusk Aquarium? And if you like 80s-influenced music that's a little on the gentler side, definitely check out Hello Meteor's Dusk Aquarium. Beautiful stuff. And as a last... Oh, my goodness. Every time I open up iTunes, it just glitches out. As a last recommendation for the night, I want to recommend just kind of a left-field album that I actually I, I'm sure you've heard, Chris... A little-known witch house act called Fraunhofer Diffraction. Oh, I love Fraunhofer Diffraction. Very, very, very much like a lot of like kind of wave textures in that that kind of music too. I'm a big fan of Fraunhofer. Me too. And the guy is very skilled. He even makes Lo-Fi House too. I don't know if you know that. He's got a lot of different projects under his belt. But the album A Place to Drown the Dreams has got a couple tracks. Right, it's got a track that I'm familiar with the album. Good but, stuff. You know, I'm glad I'm, to hear I'm, that you co-sign. Oh, I mean, I'm, I'm very, very much into like Witch House and Wave music. Cr- you know? Chris and I are both big fans. So if you like Wave music, if you like dark or angry or creepy hip-hop influenced music, yeah, or you just know what Witch ambient, House is. Ambient Trap is, mm-hmm. is so fun. There's I some mean, good, all the he's textures. done some of that too. Um, A Place to Drown the Dreams is definitely on kind of like the louder, like traditional Witch House side. And I can't recommend it enough. Uh, Fraunhofer Diffractions, a place to sign that one for sure. Co-sign that one. Good stuff, man. So, Mm -hmm. with that being said, we're gonna go and get into Skelly's hot take for the evening. All right. So, I guess my hot take right now is that I was just thinking back to the the days not too long ago, but the early 2010s, and I what I missed the most that's adjacent to music but not exactly the music itself are blocks you know what i mean yeah I miss me too the, i miss the written word i miss the people taking the time to think about music and illustrate their thoughts about it using sentences and you know that today basically it's, it's just a lot of playlists and maybe there's people on youtube giving opinions but i really love the idea of people kind of sitting down and taking time to Sketch out what they think of the music, what they think of the music, how they feel about it, what it reminds them of, what they like about it, and to actually putting that down into like paragraph forms. And it's so sad that I feel like we've lost that, right? You know, we yeah, don't really agree. We don't really go to a lot of blogs anymore for that for that, for that sort of thing. Um, and I feel like I wish I wish that would come back, you know? Yeah. Because really, the thing about having a blog and and writing these your opinions of music is that that's kind of where you develop, you know the tastemakers and the cultural influencers, you know what I mean? The culture critics themselves. And um, it's fine, the YouTube videos are fine, the playlists are fine, but I really feel like you hone your skill as someone who is an aficionado or someone with taste Mm -hmm. by by writing these things out, you know what I mean? And I wish wish there was a way to get back to that time period. I wish that we could get vlogs going again, because I think it's important. And also it's really great for press kits for artists too, when somebody writes something about them in a blog. I mean, I remember when I was first getting started with Skeleton Lipstick, my one goal was like, I want one person to write about my music. Right. And then after that, everything else could be extra. And then they did, someone did. 
and then more people did. And I, I have a bunch of old press from the early 2010s, which is great. But I think I think it's sad that we don't have that anymore, and we don't have it as much anymore. And I feel like that's sort of where you know, like, and if you're going to write a blog and you're going to critique music, you don't actually have to, you know, be hard on people. You know, what you do is that you just you, you, the stuff you like is what you write about. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, good point. Because obviously we can go to rate your music, and that's kind of you know bloggy, right, with people's opinions. Yeah. But it's but it's a lot of negative stuff there too. What I want is somebody running a blog that is taking the things they love and expounding upon why they love them. You know what I mean? I feel that. And you can go and becoming a trusted source for opinions and, and music. You know, that's the thing is that, you know, having strong opinions and putting them down in words, that's that's important. That's that that gives you credibility. That gives you yeah. it makes you an interesting figure. You know, it makes you somebody that people want to look to to understand, you know, for some guidance about what they yeah. to check 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 interesting art out at and uh my hot take is just that we don't have enough blogs anymore you know what i mean we're too dependent on playlists we're too dependent on i guess mostly just playlists now right i mean I yeah algorithms. youtube videos are, are so so annoying you know what i mean and i really wish that we had blogs again maybe one day i'll do a blog i mean uh, honestly i understand why playlists and algorithms have their place i used well, to write to as you know um yeah and um maybe i need to put that in the hot takes uh brain uh what, what do they call it? Um, when you're just trying to like figure out ideas, brainstorm. Maybe I need to put that in the brainstorm yeah. document I have. I mean, when I, mean, I used I, to write, it's it's very time consuming. Yeah. You know, yeah. That's what I was about to say. I mean, I understand that's the thing. It's very time consuming. Yeah, and it's really, really, um, you really feel dejected when you just put so much time into writing something and you just don't get a lot of people following it. It's so much work. Yeah, and I get it. I understand, but why? But. Hmm. Still miss yeah. it. Still wish they would come back. Still wish someone would take the uh, take up that mantle. Well, shit. Maybe I'm uh, a culture critic. And void. I have no time. <laughs> I, I want. Yeah, I, I want to say um, Utopia District does some of that. Um, Utopia District does that. I'm not 100 percent sure, but I feel it. like yeah. Um, some Bleach Media are they still around? They do it. Um, PJ's Magic Listen Corp. Listen, a... uh, Listen Corp still does it occasionally. Yeah. Right? So. You know, there are, hey, and they do great jobs. It's there if you want to find it, but it does need a resurgence. I do agree. There's got to be a way to make it resurge again. It's so, it's so important to have these things. I guess so we better to... bring on our guest and see what they think about that, huh? Sure. Maybe I should take the screensaver down since they don't think their camera works. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right. King Quartz, sorry. I guess I thought I uh, I gave a, a pretty adequate explanation of, of how we, we do our intro, but we're going to take the screensaver down. You're going to be on camera in a second. You ready? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. What in the world? Okay. So he's on camera. What is that you've got on your face, dog? Is that just what he looks like? <laughs> Sick. I wonder if this is an idea of what it looks like to see King Quartz live. I'm just talking with so y'all. Yeah. I'm just doing my thing. I'm just doing my thing. Hell yeah. Oh, <laughs> sick. And then I just like to say this. I love y'all. Oh, yo. Oh, Let me turn so, you up a little a sweet, bit. Such a sweetheart. That's too cool, dog. I imagine I, I love there's the boy. That. I imagine that gets a little that. hot. Big face reveal. Yeah. <laughs> face reveal. Uh, I've wanted to have you on my show for so long, so thank you so much. It, yeah, for being here, for being willing to join Absolutely. us tonight. 
Uh, we've got a lot awesome. of viewers in chat, so you guys are welcome to let your questions rip as soon as you feel like it. But I just want to say, if you're not familiar with King Quartz and you like Vaporwave or Vapor Trap, you need to check out um, Recycle every... Bin for sure. Which I don't think is the... Uh, between the two, the one with the, the quartz on it, the name of it is escaping me at the moment. I feel like it's probably the bigger of the two. Uh, Neo Tokyo. Neo yeah. Tokyo, that's right. Um, but I fucking that's, that's loved Recycle Bin. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, because I never really released that, um, like, officially. It was yeah. more of a digital thing because it was so sample-based that, I like, I didn't... Yeah, I didn't want to, like, put it out on a bunch of physical things and then get a bunch of problems. You know, I, I know some that people makes that feel sense. exactly the same way. Yeah. yeah. Once you put a bunch of sampled material out in a uh, physical form, I guess it is a little little scary sometimes. Uh, yeah. But, but I definitely recommend anyone in chat who hasn't heard Recycle Bin, the intro track is an absolute banger. Uh, it just goes right in. Um. Yeah, great, no, great it, experience start I, to finish. I yeah, I wasted no time. I was just like, let's go right, let's get right into it. That <laughs> is a fact. And um, <laughs> Neo Tokyo definitely has more of like a vapor wave vibe, in my opinion. Uh, Recycle yeah, bin is kind of sure. more along the vapor trap. Um, Pacific yeah. Plaza was our first question, but uh, go ahead, finish your thought, my guy. Oh, um, we I, I released something in 2020 called the 33rd split. Yeah, that's I like right. That album and, a lot, and and that's like a mixture of like goth and like vaporwave. That, that like that there are. I remember vocal, that. There's some vocals on that album too. Is that you? Yep, that's me. Oh, I love it. That's the great. deepest voice I, I'm, in vaporwave. I'm, I, yeah, I actually, I really, <laughs> I really enjoy that album a lot. And you can totally pick up on like the hypnogothic vibe for it. You know what I mean? Hypnogothic. There's a word. Yeah. Yeah, we, no, I actually like that. I actually dig that. We need and that more was, of that. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I try and do a little bit of that too with some of my songs. So I really appreciated what you're doing with that sort of vapor waves, and but still with like this kind of interesting sort of like gothy sort of vibe that's underlying the sort of mist, the mist of the sounds around it. It was a good, good album. Well, yeah, we're going to start uh, pinning questions, but I want to know what you think about what Chris said about uh, blogs. Did you read a lot of blogs? Did you write any blogs? Any thoughts? Yeah, I was I was in the, I was in the chat and like watching the chat like while we were talk like while y'all were talking about blogs. And um, what I used to do is like I don't know if anyone's ever read the Romance of the Three Kingdoms. No, I no, wish either. No, no, no. What's that? What's that? Um, it's about like the ancient history of like feudal like military China. Interesting. Okay. And. And so, like, I fell in love with that. So my Zanga, like, when I was, like, a 14-year-old, being, like, a 14-year-old weird little, like, German boy mm-hmm. was, like, writing writing shit on, like, message forums, like, message boards, if you... Yeah, message boards. And just writing, like, these stories about, like, what if these, like, Chinese, like, military leaders were little kids? Like, how would they have played? Oh, that's <laughs> fucking fascinating. Okay. An unfinished children's story. All right, I'll take that. Yeah, so it was like I was like fourteen, but like I just loved like like. Uh, have you guys ever played like Dynasty Warriors? I'm familiar with it, but no. Yeah, but it's just all about like all these like great military like Chinese leaders from the era of Three Kingdoms, and all word, like word. and you just 
and you just fight as those characters. And so, like, I just like read the book itself. And I got gotcha. you. Was like, I'm, I'm gonna write these battles, like these great, magnificent military battles, as if it was little kids playing with like paper boats and paper like planes and like. Like it was just a dumb idea I had. It was like Rugrats, but for like Chinese military. Leaders. I wouldn't use the word dumb to describe that. That's cool as no, fuck. I like it's it. Super unique. It's fun. So we've established that you're a writer, and you read. Um, so yeah. so in your opinion, the written, I mean, written things are impactful. It's not a stretch absolutely. to say that you feel that way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Have you ever read yeah, anybody's uh, reviews of your own work and and like felt? any strong opinion either way like oh yeah, fuck yeah i just got a review or yeah like, um when i see things like that people say it's like derivative i'm just like whatever i don't care and when i see people that okay, say good. it's great i'm just i'm just happy like it's nice like I'm, it's an awesome. yeah yeah it's like i'm glad that you enjoyed it but when people say it sucks i don't really try to let it bother me good because like like i i'm if it didn't make you happy, then I clearly didn't make music for you. So exactly. like that's that's yeah. quotable it, for damn sure. So what you're saying is yeah. you don't read your rate your music reviews. Rate my music reviews? Rate your music, the website. Oh, no, I mean like people can hate my music as much as they want or they can love it as much as they want. It just doesn't I don't I don't really care either way. But like when I if I ever happen to like just accidentally check my stuff just because I want to see like is it still getting traction or something like that? Yeah. I might see I might see that there's some comments and then I'll be like, "All right, like cool. Like I'm glad people are still engaging with it." Yeah. Well, it, but, you know, like, it helps that you if, if back. someone if someone hates it, I'm like, "Yeah, hate it as much as you want. Tell everyone how much you hate it because maybe you might tell someone that you hate it so much and then they have to go look it up and it then they're like, I don't stoke, think it's that bad. It will stoke the flame of their interest, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, there is such like, thing as people being into things ironically and then they actually get into them like actually or yeah, like they, they hate it so much, but it's because it's like growing on them like an earworm. So there's always that approach. <laughs> so many, yeah. so many things start as like a joke and then turn into a serious thing. It's, well, it's I'm always a fan of like I've I've always been the fan of like some of my friends that have gotten way bigger than me in the music world. Mm. They're just like any press is good press, <laughs> right? Yeah, pretty much. So it's just like, all right, yeah. If you're getting hated on, like more people are going to hear about it because it's actually haters that talk more about you than people that like you. You know, it's anything that invokes a strong emotion in somebody and makes them sort of like continue to 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 just fixate on it. It it's, it it's, it creates an energy. Do you know what I mean? And that energy yeah. can always be galvanized in one in a in a way, no matter if it's negative or positive. Just energy is energy at the end of the day. Yeah. So if if you like, I feel like the only bad art in the world that can even exist is the type of art that people like view and take in and then they're like it made me feel nothing like that's the worst review you could ever get in difference right yeah yeah i love like 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 if you love it or hate it that means the art did something right but if you're just like that was something that's bad art 
I love having that conversation with our guests, asking if they believe in objectively good or bad art. And it's it's yeah, no. There, I think that's a no really wise answer. I think that there is no good or bad art, but you can develop a taste, and you can say, for me, this is not good. And for me, this is good, and that's just my taste speaking. But it's not passing a complete judgment on the art itself. It's almost just telling you where where my where I stand, where like my where my like pike is in the is in the river, and this is where it's at, and this flows with me. And my pike in the river. I like. Well, you that. know what I mean. So it's like you can say there's no bad art, and there's no good art. But I've you never heard develop, that, but I love that. You could develop your taste, right? And then it's just mm-hmm. like I was saying about being a cultural critic or whatever. And you get, but this it says something about you when you what you determine to be not good and what you determine to be good, and that's more of a. I wanna I wanna comment on Celadon Dream saying is is electro swing objectively bad? I wanna say that nothing is objectively bad unless it comes from a place of hatred. But like as far as art goes, like nothing is ever objectively bad. Mm, yeah, exactly. I I will dis I will gently disagree with your take on electro swing not being objectively bad, but that's okay. <laughs> Overall, I generally agree with the thought that you're you're correct. Art that doesn't provoke any sort of response would be bad, I guess, right? Yeah, that's what I'm basically Maybe. trying to say. Thank you for putting it in like a very quick sentence. But if, no, no, yeah, of course. Like if, if art doesn't make you feel something then it is probably not that great. So Electro Swing like, makes me feel anger, so I guess it's good art. It's it's making you feel something, and that's the point of art. It, it makes you question yourself and makes you question your feelings. So like, like you can meet people that hate hip-hop, and it's just like, this this angers me. And it's like, but that's, um, that's just you, man. That's and, crazy. Like, it, yeah. I, I can't believe there's anybody left that doesn't like any kind of it doesn't like hip hop like at least something from hip hop that feels impossible to me at this point. But there are just people that hate certain forms of music. You know? But like hip hop yeah. is so just ubiquitous; it's everywhere. There's so many different versions. It literally and is probably the most it. popular type it's of music. Popular in music in the world. Uh, yeah, or America. Sorry, and uh, that's kind of you can't escape it. So like, I can't imagine people. That's so strange to me that anybody in this in like 2023 could be like, I don't like hip hop. Like, there's got to be something you like from it. It's it's not like it just started. It's well, y- you always say. I just said hip hop for just because I was saying hip hop, but there could be people that be like, I hate jazz because they're just playing a bunch of notes, and it's like, well, sure, they they are like experimental jazz. I understand why people could not like it, but like, there's nothing inherently wrong with it. So it's like you can you can hate whatever you want to hate. That doesn't make you like a bad person. So it's like there's something for everybody. I feel. I I do agree. And and Chris has a you, saying that he often think, uses. He he says like. A bad person, if you don't like what's it. the what's the artist <laughs> the uh, Patty something? I'm Patty Smith. Like I said, I have like a culture void. Patty Smith. He says you can find your Patty Smith in every every genre. Like you're gonna find yeah, something that you'll like about anything. There's somebody out there that's that's the approaching right your that's approaching the genre that you're ignoring with like truth and sincerity and creativity and is an interesting person and is channeling their interesting personness through the medium that they're in and that exists in all the genres. You just have to look. It's just whether you want to take the time to look for it or not. Yeah, you're not wrong. I don't think I'll ever find any electro swing that I like, but if I put enough time and energy <laughs> into it, I might. Yeah, you don't have to. Life's short. You know what I mean? <laughs> Life is indeed. 
Um, before we get into the question, well, no, actually, we've got a question that's been pinned for a minute. Um, Pacific Plaza, good friend of the show, great at asking questions, wants to know, what type of cigarette are you smoking on? Uh, Marlboro Black. Damn, that's what I used to smoke before I quit. Yeah, Marlboro Cheap Black. Cheap, it does the trick. Yeah, it's just it's just a Marlboro Red, but it's like 30 cents cheaper. Yeah, <laughs> it's like just, it tastes that much more like dirt. <laughs> I'm well, a, no, I'm just a penny. I'm just a penny pincher. Well, they've gotten so expensive ever money. since I quit. Well, um, before Skelly yeah, starts not. asking the good questions, I just want to say I had a. It has just come into my mind. I had a hot take several episodes ago about oh, artists deleting their work from the oh, internet. Oh yeah, I remember and it has just one. come into my mind that there was a song mm-hmm. of yours, George, that was deleted. Yeah. That was like. One of the best fucking songs I ever heard, and it just disappeared from SoundCloud oh, one shit. day. And I want to look up what it was called, but if I the the right. stream is being weird when I pull up iTunes, it like shits out, and all of our window captures disappear. Um, oh, it yeah, is a song like called Skylines, except it's dollar signs for the oh. S's, and that shit disappeared from SoundCloud, and I'm still mad about it. Yeah, I don't even have that anymore. Oh no. Well, so I made that I made that song and I released it on my birthday like I remember that many many years ago. But like um what happened was like my computer exploded like pretty much and I couldn't get access to the hard drive on the computer like it's just like Damn. a dead piece of technology. So it's like I don't know where that like I'm never going to be able to get back to that song, but I I actually really like Skylines too. Well, I'm going to tell but, you like, a little um, evil little uh tidbit and that's that i actually ripped the audio and i I still have it in like wow what's like 128k or some shit and i banged that song to me just so i could like even yeah if if you guys haven't heard skylines Uh, i'd I'd like to hear this song as well i mean it's it's 128k so it's never going to get played at terminally chill but it fucks it's one of my favorite things i want to hear the song i I like the track that I made, but it was just like, yeah, my computer died and I couldn't get the I couldn't get the data off of it. So I lost the, there. I had so many songs on the chopping block, too, that I was just like, yeah, oh. this could be released at one point. And it's I just, hate when that happens. Yeah. yeah. Save everybody. Skelly, I really hope that you have kept the songs that you decided not to release on your upcoming album. You could use that shit for your Patreon, bro. I don't know. I or just some sort of rework in the Sometimes future. I use them for like if I get asked to do compilation work, you know. There you go. Yeah, or like say somebody wants a B-side and you're like, "Okay, well, here you go. Here's a here's a track that didn't quite make the cut, you know." Yeah, I'm just reworked this new album so many times. <laughs> well, I'm excited <laughs> like, that it's coming out. I'm going to just test our draft of it. Fifth draft uh, of it maybe. <laughs> you said you wouldn't you weren't going to redo it again. Yeah, I'm done it. I'm not redoing it again now. That's that's enough. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna just make sure our audio sounds good. If you want to hit uh, courts with some actual questions, no, these are all good questions. But yeah, I'd like to get started with some. Yeah, questions. Yeah, go ahead and give um, us some questions as well, please, Chad. First of all, I really want to know when did you when did you start making music, and what form of music did you start doing first? Oh, okay. So um, I started music when I was fourteen. You're fourteen. Um, okay. Yeah, like I, I wanted a guitar forever. My parents never bought me one until I was. I, was, I, I had but, the same situation with that too. My parents never wanted to buy me a guitar. Yeah, but uh, my first genre was metal. So I, I, I played nice. metal and 
Yeah, I played metal from like 14 until I was like 27. But what, 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 I so started. Was, so metal, listening to metal is what made you start thinking, this is, I want to make music, I want to channel, this is how I want to channel myself through this kind of art. It was System of a Down that made me want to play guitar. Interesting. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, that's a big inspiration at 14, especially. It's a, it's not a bad one to have as your big inspiration that like, I want to do this too. It's pretty good. Yeah, it was, it was System of a Down. And it was like my first song I learned on guitar ever was Ariel. Really? Oh. Yeah. And this was like 2003. So. Have or you ever considered... 2004, because in... I was 14. 2004. Have you ever considered using guitar in King Quartz? I do. Yeah, I was about to say, I'm pretty sure I've heard guitar in a few of these songs. Maybe I've just not yeah. heard Well, you can't really always tell a what's while. a sample and what's not, though. That's the thing. And that's the nice thing about well, your music in general, is that it's difficult to always tell. It's very nicely blended into a way that makes it an interesting uh, sort of soup of, of, of some sorts. Everything's kind of swirling yeah. around. Yeah, also, like, just uh, this is jumping ahead a lot, like, from my youth to a certain thing, but, like, I did, like, go to a school after I graduated high school where I I went to school for audio engineering and mixing and mastering. Oh, fuck Oh, you. really? You did? So, nice. Yeah. So, so I, I, like, I took kind of some of that knowledge and I didn't fully graduate, like, just because of money problems, family issues, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah. But, like, um... But, but you like, still learn I learned shit. a yeah, I learned a lot of shit, and then, like, I just took my passion of, like, I, if I'm going to sample and then add, like, actually recorded things on top of it, mm-hmm. I don't want people to know that I'm doing that. Like, yeah. I want to take my mixing knowledge and know how to, like, blend the samples and the things I'm adding and not let them be able to figure that out. Like, what part I, is the sample? I what part is you're the actual the, instrument? Yeah. yeah. I, I like you. You're one of the... I think that you're one of the best artists at doing that, actually, in my opinion. Like, I think Holy everything shit. is, in my opinion, I think that you really do an excellent job at making those textures kind of really blend and mix in a way where things are constantly changing just a little bit to the point you can't really I thoroughly your agree. Down on what's going on. And I've always really appreciated that about your productions. Um, it's very interesting. Well, so then let me go back a second here. So you started by learning metal music. Um, yep. Any other influences aside from System of a Down? Were there any other guys that came into play for you that were in- inspiring? Well, like System of a Down made me want to learn guitar, right? Yeah. And that, and then from there, this is like right before then, before mm-hmm. I like was able to convince my parents to buy me a guitar. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That was the age of LimeWire. Were you guys? Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Yep. Uh huh. Yep. You were around with LimeWire. Yeah, I'm old. Okay. I was around with LimeWire. Okay, so like, like one day I was just being a spooky little goth, like ten year old, <laughs> and and I just ty- and I, and I just typed in like death in LimeWire, death, and, oh. the band, and the band death shows up. Yeah, that's great. And I get like, and I get like Cannibal Corpse, and I get like Cryptopsy. Oh man! Oh, so you get into all the death metal. Yeah, so I was just nice. like, whoa, these motherfuckers sound so weird. I want to learn how to play that. <laughs> so like that was like my thing was just like I want to play heavy music that sounds just crazy mm-hmm. because like be- before that like my parents like raised me on Black Sabbath and Led Zeppelin and like, oh wow. nice cool. the roots that's cool like, too that's not like, bad to have a like, background on that as well yeah it's like that's that's not bad but it's like it didn't ever interest my ears as like a little kid yeah. listening to it 
Of course. Well, it, like, wasn't, it wasn't exactly yours. It was your parents. I mean, we never exactly want the same thing our, our parents had. Yeah. Like, Envious of people that, that I, do. I think the like the best thing my parents ever showed me was King Crimson. Um, that, that, we I got some I, big King makes, Crimson makes fans in chat right now. Because, like, King Crimson, like, and the Court of the Crimson King, like, yeah. that album is, that album will stand the test of time, in my opinion. It, it has already, yeah. Yeah, but it was just, like, it, it still necessarily wasn't, like, what I wanted to play, you know? Mm-hmm. It wasn't until I heard Death Metal that I was like, I need a guitar right now. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love it. It's, so, it's such a fun thing when something really clicks with us, and it makes us be like, ah, yeah, and gives us like this sort of like unknown direction that we need to start heading in. So okay, so now you're playing death metal. Um, at what point do you start? I don't know. Start thinking about incorporating electronic elements to what you're making. Um, it was pretty much the same time because like okay, I, uh, my parents bought me a guitar and then they bought bought me like the cheapest like Kmart. Kmart still exists. Like ah, in, in some it? places. I, I guess like like you know just the cheapest keyboard you could get you uh-huh. know and I started learning piano and taught myself and I taught myself guitar too yeah and then like once my parents saw that I was really into it they put me into a music school mm-hmm. um, but like but yeah it was just like what made you want to start even using synthesizers, though? I mean, there's not too much of they that. They sound metal. cool, dude. At that, did, did, was, was there any shit, right? You can make any sound you want. Was there? Yeah, I mean, I felt the same way. But was there any artist you were listening to that was incorporating electronic noises into things that you thought was interesting as well? Um, I mean, just billions of them. But I just like the versatility of the idea that, like, yeah, a guitar is always going to sound like a guitar. Like you can yeah. use amplifiers and pedals and yeah, mm-hmm. and different and different guitars to get different tones, but it's always going to sound like a guitar. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. But like with wrong. the synthesizer, you can really like explore. You know? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. But was there gotta... a particular synth-based artist that you really liked that really showed you? Oh wow, you can make so many different things. Like you know what I mean? Was there was there an artist that you were kind of like, oh, this is interesting? That was synthesizer based, kind of. I think it was like the the goofy ass sounds of like Yellow Magic Orchestra. Oh, that's um, interesting. Yeah, that's cool. Um, also, like like um, I believe Sunra used some synthesizers, and if yeah. they didn't, then I don't know how they made those sounds. And then <laughs> and then like yeah, and then like Parliament. Uh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. These are good choices. So we got a couple I mean, like, uh, questions in but, chat once you finish your thought. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. I'm sorry for interrupting. No, 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 you're, you're good. You're... I thought your thought was over. I apologize. No, I'm good. But now that I've sufficiently interrupted. Did you listen to like, <laughs> like, you listen to like Apex Twin or anything like that? Was that ever anything that hit you? I love Apex Twin. Xtel Say, like, is... I'll put on Xtel all day. Like, I'll put hell on like, an yeah. hour loop of that. All right. So, Great choice. And if you want to do one of the questions from the chat, that's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. Celadon Dream Suite has some good here. ones. Let me get Celadon Dream Suites. Two questions out of the way, and I'll I'll, I'll yield my time. Um, first no, no. question. They want to know what your sample finding and selection process looks like. Oh, like how I find samples? Yeah, or, or select them, you know. It's a good question. Oh, well, how I find them is, like, I love going to record stores. Um... Thankfully, I'm in Detroit, and then I was a touring musician in all my 20s, so, like, when we would be oh, playing wow. any of these, I could go, like, 
like that's one thing I would always ask the people that like booked us is like, is there a cool record store that I can go to? Nice. Um, or a thrift store because you can find a lot of vinyls at thrift stores. Yeah, that is true. Like, like people just drop them off as like they don't even care, and you can just find some bangers in there for like fifty cents. And then also like just knowing how to type in YouTube, like, like let's say you just have a vibe in your head and it's just like Japanese funky seventies, and and then just like try to find that rabbit hole. Like or just like you know like we're gonna do I want to do some jet music so let's look up some Gents, like fucking right. jet shit and just type in like jet ninety two and it's just like oh I heard gent what is no jet jet uh it's a Detroit style of dance but it's got like this really cool house vibe jet so like Detroit house or Detroit techno no it's like J I T I'm gonna have to jit. look into this. I'm a I'm a Philistine. Chris, have you ever heard of Jit? No, no but I feel like this, this feels very Detroit to me. Detroit Jit. gets very, very down with their their different styles of techno and house. Chicago and perfect. Detroit, I feel Chicago like Chicago and Detroit. That's the, that's the fucking places for that sort of stuff. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I'm not familiar either. Hey, I will be. I will be now. Laurel <laughs> knows Jit. Laurel knows <laughs> Crowns of Laurel. Nice. So, <laughs> The so. second question that Celadon Dream okay. Suite had really quickly was another good one, um, and they wanted to know. They you mentioned King Crimson, right? In the in yes. that album, yep. how, how meaningful it was. They wanted to know if that's where the name King Quartz comes from. Oh, oh, okay. So name origin of King Quartz is actually super silly. So like, right. I, I was homeless for a second, and mm. then I moved in with. A bunch of my brothers that became Black Toad, which is like Young Soldier. Hell yeah, Black Toad. Uh, BZ, wow. ANT, uh, Kamar, rest in peace. Um, Five, rest in peace. Kev, uh, uh, Freeway, rest in peace. But like, it was just me and a bunch of people that like were hanging out and we worked for this one studio and. They gave us this whole like big ass rack of like all this audio equipment. Nice. And so we had like a little quartz crystal because like we're spiritual people. And then like these two tiny shoes that I'm pretty sure were made for like a Mr. Potato Head or something, but they were like <laughs> band style shoes. And we yeah. just put the quartz on top of the shoes. And then from like a, um, a Chambord bottle. Do you guys know what Chambord is? Yeah. Mm, the liqueur. Yeah, it comes with those. Yeah, it has the little crown, thing, yeah. like yeah, uh -huh. the crown top. Mm -hmm. So we just put the crown top on top of the quartz, and we just called that little like that little figure on top of our soundboard King Quartz. That's adorable. And so I was, and so I was just like, "That's my name now." It's like I'm just that little dude that sits on top of a soundboard. And so it started off as a joke, but then my name started like, you know, people listen to my music i don't think that some people have listened to my music but like i was just like i guess that's my name now i always you thought know? that was a sick fucking name so hearing that's that story name. is is quite quite yeah, insightful but it was it was just totally random <laughs> like it there wasn't a lot of thought it was just like we had this little dude sitting right there and i was just like i'm just gonna release that as my name like i'm just gonna be that little dude that sits there <laughs> Hell yeah. 
<laughs> All right, I see my time. Okay, so I, I got a few more questions now that you said other, a few other things uh, recently. So, but first things first, uh, when did you start? When did you get into vaporwave? Um, I didn't really get into vaporwave. I actually just fell into it because, like, um, like while I was doing metal, me and Black Toad were doing hip hop, and okay. I, I. Just because of like my black metal background, the way I make beats, I like to make like really cloudy, ethereal sounding shit with just like yeah. heavy ass fucking eight oh eight. Yeah. Hell and yeah. so we started and so we just like started releasing stuff on SoundCloud and people started like calling us Vaporwave. Interesting. Unreal. And then you uh, had you, you heard know, Vaporwave at all prior to that? No. Wow! So you got sort of pulled into it. You were just moving in that direction and got kind of absorbed in. That's interesting. Yeah, no, I had I had no idea about it, and then like I, like, ended up falling in love with it because I yeah. found out like that there was a community to it, and I was like, oh, this shit looks fucking cool. So I'll vibe with this. Like, yeah, yeah. I'll be vaporwave. <clears throat> it's Hell funny yeah. because of how like how elastic it is and how much room there is for experimentation. You know. Yeah, and then, like, I ended up, like, in the punk scene. I met people that, like, knew, like, it. I started learning that, like, a lot of these, like, OG Vaporwave artists, like, we all know each other on accident because we were at the same shows because we're all ex, like, metal or punk musicians. That's so cool, dude. Yeah, I mean, I, I also have, like, a background in, like, hardcore music scene prior to, like, all the, you know, Vaporwave and such. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like there's there's a real like tie in there, like with like metal, punk, black metal, death metal, and then like like newer forms of electronic music like synthwave, future funk, vaporwave, mm-hmm. whatever. But like, it's never surprising to find out it's like, oh yeah, you used to listen to Dark Throne. <laughs> she said you were a tour- <clears throat> you were a touring musician. That's exactly that, where I was going to go. That? Thank yeah. you. <clears throat> I want to hear all yeah. about it. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, yeah, I was I was in three different bands. Um, one was called Axe Ripper, and that was more like hardcore thrash, death metal yeah. blend. Uh, there was one that I created, which was called Crumble, which was just only just basically like like crusty punk, black metal. Yeah. Yes. And then Euphoria, where we were like cyberpunk, like black metal. Oh, wow. Or cyberpunk thrash metal. Um, but like, yeah, I got to tour Europe. Times. Oh wow! Um, what? I didn't know you guys went to Europe. Yeah, Euphoria went to Europe. Um, nice. And then, and then, like all the other bands that I was in, I don't know. I probably toured the United States like fourteen times amongst those three Unreal. like metal bands. Um, that's and so that's cool. why I was, and that's like why I kind of missed the mark of vaporwave too. Like right when it was exploding, like like when artists that like were just soundcloud people were starting to yeah. get shows <clears throat> i was busy touring in metal like you were so busy so yeah like i <laughs> wasn't so focused on doing vaporwave and future folk stuff it was just like i need to play like i would tour like eight months out of the year sometimes oh unbelievable wow. that's and, crazy and, yeah but it was just like i'm not involved in the scene and that's like how i kind of disappeared for a while Ah, you know, I we have had a couple people on the show that were touring musicians, Persona, but admittedly, Persona Lab, no. you know, admittedly, I, yeah, Persona Ave, um, 
admittedly, most of our guests have not. So it's it's really cool to hear that. You went to like yeah, Europe. Just, and... I, I, I wasn't. I just wasn't doing like vaporwave or electronic music. You know. Do you miss touring? Um. Or not? Yeah, absolutely. Like I mean, like I'm I'm playing a show in St. Louis uh, on April seventh. Mm-hmm. Um. So like that's April a nice 7th. out of state thing. And that's for yep. somebody that's in chat right now, I believe. Yeah, Ronnie Boy. Ronnie Vapor Space St. Louis. That's going to be at Platypus, yeah. I presume, or, or Pops Blue Moon. Yep, it's at Platypus. Platypus. We were there. Great yes, venue. Sure. Yeah. Oh, what? Yeah. You want to run that date by us one more time? I think you said April 7th. April 7th. April 7th. In be there. St. Louis, Missouri at Platypus. Let's do it. So, I just want to ask you get, with Sound you Market to... oh. and OIP. Oh, nice. Yeah. Let, great me, let me ask you for, for a second, because since you come from this metal background and you moved into this sort of experimental music background, like where, what is your process like for writing music? Where do you start usually when you're producing something? Oh, um, I mean, that, that's a tough question, bud. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one, though. So sorry yeah, to ask, it, but just it, because a, you have such an interesting metal background. I'm like, well, what did, when you get down in front of your, your digital audio I, workstation, you're like, where does it start? I think it starts with, like, um, for me personally, um, yeah. I see, like, visuals in my head, like, how I want Love the it. song to, yeah, how I want the cool. song to, like, like Love feel. It. Love it. Yeah. Um, and, like, when I was, like, a little kid, like, I had problems in school, and I ended up, I was diagnosed with synesthesia. So I think that, like, affects my writing process mm-hmm. because, like, I'm not the best at eye contact and stuff. Um, but and and like, like, like sometimes I just fucking zone out like so hard. Yeah. But like, um, like I like to if I'm trying to write a song, I try to write it in a certain color or like shades of colors. Like I, cool. I, I basically like a song needs to be like a color palette. Not only is like the rhythm important, but the color palette of the song is important. Interesting. And I guess like that's how I just kind of approach is like, I kind of like hear a song like or a melody and it's like, oh, it sounds like this color. So I want to like put rhythm to it and I work from there. But I guess the best answer then to make it short. Sorry, I'm taking so long. No, 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 I'm loving this. It's a big question, I realize, you know. Love but um it, it's just like I, I i write melody first rhythm second oh but so like, you write the melody first well, i've talked to a lot of people who start with the drums like first. a hook or like the no 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 like um like like a vibe like i got you. like what what's going to be the spine of the song i got and, you and yeah. then i and then you work from there like you yeah. build melody like is, is one of my favorite elements in music so i i, I love to hear melody. that yeah and like and like rhythmically i also write with percussion in mind so it's like because you don't want the rhythm just to be like wild and out of control like mm-hmm. the rhythm needs to hit on certain marks mm-hmm. so it's like when you're writing you could be like like and and mm-hmm. like you can you could add heaviness to something or you could be like so it's like you want to write like around color and then like with your melody you also want to keep in mind how the percussion is going to interact with it and do I you guess use those writing techniques it. for metal music as well 
Of course, yeah. I I just write every genre the same. Like nice. The, like I have like my writing style. The only thing that changes the genre really is the tone. Yeah, interesting. Because I gotcha. like I can take a vaporwave song and make a death metal any day. That's like, it's a statement. <laughs> That's a, yeah, wow. That would be wild to hear. Yeah, but like all you'd have to do is just change the instruments playing those tones, and like mm. maybe change the percussion a little bit because percussion True. is what almost dictates the genre. You know, you're you're absolutely right. It's a very interesting. Observation. He's absolutely right. I mean, we have like juke and footwork with the triplets. We have trap with the hi hat rolls. We have house and techno with the four on the floor beat. He's absolutely right. Not even just that too. It's, it's so weird. Just how the drums sound themselves. You know what I mean? True. The timbre of them and the ways it's, it's definitely what you just said. The rhythms, but also just like the way that the drums hit and the way that they sound and the way that they're processed. You know what I mean? Yeah. We have a we have yeah. another uh, chat question that's been kind of hanging out for a second. I want to get out of the way really fast. Uh, somebody, uh, afternoon walk, wants to know on the topic of metal music, how edgy do you like your death metal lyrics to be? Oh. Um. It depends on what you define by as edgy, but like, I love the cheesy fucking like Cannibal Corpse stuff where it's just like, oh, dude, the fact that <laughs> the fact that they're like a part of the lyrics, and I hope this person knows what song I'm saying. It's four words in the song. That's it, and they're right next to each other. Hammer smashed scrotum sack. <laughs> dude, whenever I'm like, having a bad day, I like, just go on, read a bunch of like, Cannibal that's, Corpse that's song some titles. Death metal lyrics. But also like um. Like, like, yeah, like, I feel like if death metal is taken seriously, like, you're doing it wrong. Hammer smash like, scrotum sack. Yeah, it's like, how can you be serious? <laughs> so it's like, you like you need to approach death metal as, like, it's not even edgy, it's just, like, silly. It's like, like yeah. it, it, it's just finding the best way to put the most disgusting things next to each other. Oh, dude, Cannibal Corpse is definitely quite good at that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, um, I love, like, uh, if you want to, like, go edgy, if you're, like, talking, like, like, you're trying to try too hard, I would say, and I love this band to death, but, like, they're trying so hard, and it, 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 it breaks that barrier of yeah. where, like, they're not being edgy anymore, they're just being, yeah. like, like, they're self-aware. Yeah. Um, it would be Demilish. Okay. Um, I can spell it in the yeah, chat. Yeah, probably would be I, helpful to do I, that. I love this band so much. And they put out, like, one album in, like, 94. But, uh, oh, like a lich. Like, like a like an yeah. undead, like, wizard or whatever a lich is. Yeah, but, like, their song titles are just so silly. And their lyrics yeah. make no sense. And their vocals are just, like, he sounds like a, a weird toad that's, like, choking weird. on a football. Oh, he has, like, the Cookie Monster lyric thing, or, or vocals yeah, going on. Yeah, uh, but, it, but it's, and, and they have, like, no musical theory. Like, it, it's musical theory, <laughs> but, like, they're, but it, they're just, like, can I just break the rule? Like, yeah. you, they're, like, I, they're, can like, you tell us? Play an aug- yeah, like, let's play in diminished augmented fifths for the entire song. <laughs> And you, it, like, and it's just like, why are you doing this? And they're like, I don't know, but I made it sound heavy as fuck, didn't I? Heavy as fuck. <laughs> like, yeah, you did. <laughs> I love that. Can you can you tell that. us some of your favorite songs by Demi Lich? I need to hear some of these song titles. Uh, okay, let me pull them up because you can't expect my brain to know these. I, I know. Yeah, right? just, I think that that's very you know that's a very interesting thing about a lot of genres, particularly something like death metal, which is just a place where you can go and like 
get this catharsis and release all these like weird, almost like gross juvenile thoughts out and just like put it out there and have a fun way to enjoy it and to explore that part of your brain. You know what I mean? It's like music yeah. in general is just a great, great place for that kind of catharsis of like just modern day-to-day -day living and just be like, I'm going to be in this space for a little bit right now. I'm going to like let it all out and do it in a really interesting way. That's what I loved about playing like, uh, like vaporwave and black metal. Like yeah. both of those, both of those styles of genres, uh -huh. while while though they're like completely different, mm -hmm. they allow you to explore your expressionism in any way you want. They're super escapist yeah. too. Yeah, for sure. Like they're super surreal or like kind of tongue in cheek. Yeah, it's like you're just allowed to do whatever you fucking want. Um, but here's my favorite Demi-Lish song, to answer your question. The planet that once used to absorb flesh in order to achieve divinity and immortality, suffocated to the flesh that it desired, ellipsis. Love it. Damn. And then the song that comes after that is just cry. <laughs> cry. <laughs> Love it. So when when you're making vaporwave music, obviously, you know, what, what are you kind of tapping into? from yourself when you do that like what is the appeal like why 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 I think, to, I think to me like the reason i even fell into that thing is because i am also just a product of the 90s like i'm not yeah. that young yeah um so like i grew up seeing a lot of this shit and mm. so i just i just like fucking with it <laughs> yeah it is fun Very it cool. is fun to sort of just take these, these yeah it's, it's a, really fun. I'm sorry that wasn't more introspective. But no, that, that was very good. Nostalgia is I, very I, powerful. I just like fucking with it. That was great. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's really like I want to fuck up a Hey Arnold sample. I want to chop oh, it through yeah. Hey Arnold. Oh, and yeah. And that's kind of a fun thing we to do. We need some more of that. You're just like repurposing these memories you had as a child. And you're like, you know what? I, I just sort of absorbed them. Now I'm, now I'm in control of that. You know what I mean? Yes. Now I can take the media that was like kind of always you know, kind of bombarded upon me as a child with these silly commercials for soap. And I can, like, now, like, I can rewire them. About to, to recontextualize some shit. Yeah, that was always fun for me. I, when I used to make music videos for Skeleton Lipstick at the beginning, I had the one music video for the song 2040 AD, and it was just, it was taking the commercials, but, like, just only taking the reaction shots of the people in the commercials and what they thought of the product, but never wow. actually no showing the product itself. See this compilation of these like silly expressions, this hyper reality of like, like oh my god, amazing! Right, but then you that don't was bigger than the for sure. So all you get is like the the people being amazed by something and they overacting, and that's kind of so funny and cartoonish. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You take it the actual indeed. product away. You know, it's interesting. Pacific Plaza has a really good question relating to touring, and this is apropos apropos coming from him as somebody who's worked with a lot of touring musicians. Uh, and, it, and has toured himself. He wants to know if you have a favorite gas station, corner store, or truck stop that you ever experienced on tour. And he wants Ooh. to know what snacks you got there. Great fucking Ooh. question. It was in Germany. Okay. Um, right outside Germany. of Berlin. Um, I don't remember the name of the place because I'll be honest, we had drank so much rum in the morning. <laughs> and, no, it was Cuban rum. You can't get Cuban rum in the United States. Well, yeah, that's not surprising. You know? So, like, they had Cuban rum in Germany, wow. and I was on tour. It was, like, me and Euphoria, so it's, like, a bunch of Detroit boys. But we were also sharing the tour bus with Game Over, who are from Italy. Uh, Very Amazing cool. band. 
yeah, Amer amazing band. They're still touring. They still play and make albums. Like amazing people. Um, but so we were on tour together. Like every night we were playing together. Wild. Um, but like it was just some random fucking truck stop in Germany, and I got schnitzel and goulash. And I remember I ordered both because I was just so hungry. I was just like, I want, I want all the heartiest things. Yeah. And and the person just looked at me and like in this crazy like the the thickest German accent. I can't repeat it, but she was just like schnitzel and goulash, <laughs> and and like like she was offended. Like how dare you order? How dare you order that? But then I ate both of them and just they were Hell appalled. Yeah. They were just they were appalled, appalled that like Americans could eat like this. <laughs> <laughs> well, boys, I'm gonna but grab another Italians drink. I'll uh, our, be right back. The Italians that are with the band Game Over, like um, they they loved it. They just oh, loved yeah? that I ordered that. They were just cracking up. I had no idea it was such a strange thing to do that to order the two things. Wow. Yeah, I thought it, I thought I was I doing have even... thing. I was just like, I'm hungry. <laughs> oh wow! So. So currently, you're not you're you're not. Are you doing anything metal related these days, or are you mostly focusing on other things? Um, there is one thing that might be happening, but I can't speak on it right now. Understood. Um, understood. Uh, but no, mostly I'm just focused on uh, moving moving well with my also my mixology career as okay. being like a, a cocktail curator. Yes, but then all. But then also um, doing my King Court stuff, trying to just bring that back. I really want. Yeah. I really want to get back to just focusing on electronic music. And I'm also doing a dark ambient album. Oh, so, bro! I wow. will be so over the moon when those things drop. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. So, tell yeah, us a little um, bit more about them. Well, finish that thought first, and then I want to hear about the mixology. Oh yeah, but uh, my dark ambient name is uh, "And the Ocean Stream Eternal." So I'm working on a new. And that, the Ocean so. Stream Eternal. Nice. Have you dropped anything on your Bandcamp or anything yet? Uh, my first album was released in like 2006. Oh, okay. Yeah. You should drop a Getting link in chat. Again. Um, and, and that's under Dungeon Deep Records. Um, cool. He's a cool bud of mine. I've known him for since 2006, but uh, he's a cool dude. That's way back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. I was 16 when I like got signed to a record label. That was my senior project in high school. Unreal. That's crazy. What, was, what was that like? How did that feel? Uh, I don't know. I, I didn't really think too much of it. It was like everyone, like, for our senior project, we had to either write a song or, like, a couple songs. And then I just fucked around, got signed to a record label, and dropped an album. Oh, Vapor Space found the link. Thanks, bud. Natural, <laughs> yeah. how do you pronounce that? Obeisance? Uh, yeah. Good stuff. Uh, nocturnal. Uh, my bad. I, but, I can uh, read, I also, promise. Also keep in mind that this was like, I recorded it when I was like 15, and I <laughs> wasn't that good at it. So. <laughs> <laughs> but I hey, think but it's I'm valuable like, I history. I knew how to make, I knew how to make like, um, an atmosphere, but I wasn't I wasn't that great at playing instruments. Yeah. What's some music that inspires you that is uh, is not exactly metal related or something we might not expect? Great, 
Oh, dude, and anything, anything inspires me. Like, mm-hmm. like I, I get inspired by like how like birds sound. I love that. Like, like I get inspired by the weirdest shit, man. Like, is, yeah. I should listen a, to any genre. Is there a particular one that you keep coming back to that's interesting that to you that you just not necessarily something we might expect, but you always kind of maybe you come back to it every once in a while. You're like, you know what that that album or that artist from there that I keep kind of returning oh. to once in a while. Okay, yeah, let me pull them up. Um, wait, I can't. My phone is my camera. Um, no, I think the uh, Hylum. Um, like this. Uh, mm. Their albums like do a lot for me. Um, I love this. I love this artist. Uh, this artist. Okay, I'm looking these up right now. Yeah, I'd like uh, to know a lot about what what they. Okay, so that last one sounds. Whoa, like what is what? Is, <laughs> yeah. What kind of music Wait, do I these? Spelled I spelled it wrong. Uh, it's, it's, oh, like, yeah. oh, I'm familiar with Highland. Yeah, it's just they like, do like, a, like they're like a they're like a dark ambient sort of soundscape um, also, thing, right? Also, uh, Where's That Ahita? I, I fucking love them. There's that. Damn. You should put in um, like los, like if you're searching something up for Fuerza Rajita, just do like Fuerza Rajita los cambios. Mm. Um, mm, mm. Fuerza, tasty track. Yeah. Familiar with I, 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 I'm tasty I kn- track. I know. I'm. I got. I don't know all these, but I'm. I'm definitely very familiar with Highland. My man's really epic. On. Never heard of any of these guys. Highland is <laughs> really <laughs> epic. I'm a big fan of them actually. But um, I gotta look up some of these other ones. I'm not familiar with all these is, other is guys. Is a, a lot of this like dark ambient type of music? In the Highlands no, also got no, a lot of like weird yeah. chanting Where, and stuff in it, like interesting Rahita, field recordings. Is like gangster ass South American music. It's oh, amazing. Videodrome rating with oh, a party wow. of 23. Shout out Videodrome TV. Are, Let me ask you. I, I got a, a, an off the wall one for you. I want to know how really you quick. feel. I want to know how important album artwork is to you, George. Uh, What's up, guys? Welcome to the show. We want to know what King Quartz thinks about album artwork. How important is it? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> it's pretty important, I think. Like, I mean, like you want to catch the eye, right? Yeah. Like you, you want people to give a fuck when they see it. <laughs> it's it's kind of wild how that works, huh? A good. Do you remember the days well, no, when? It, it, you remember the days when you would pick an album up at the record store and go, well, this cover looks good. I guess I'll give it a, a spin. Well, that's how I found myself into like metal and stuff because it was just like, these albums look spooky. Like, nice. So it was like, yeah, it was like the album art is what drew me into it. it was like looking at it and being like, oh, this looks crazy as shit. Mm-hmm. I want to buy it. Like, Very I want to cool. listen to whatever the fuck this is. What are some of your favorite examples of good album artwork? Uh, the one that got me into like the like into technical death metal, which I'm so happy about because that like made me learn guitar even better, was Nile Annihilation of the Wicked. Oh, Nile! Because great. it, yeah, but like that album art is just like so perfect. Like it, it looks classy, 
it's not like over like it doesn't look like a death metal album I'm about to it look this shit up too really fucking cool my rig is not powerful enough for me to look that up while we're podcast podcast broadcasting you said annihilation of the Kenny wicked. Logan's rules. I do believe. I I do agree. I'm just, just responding to the chat. Yeah, absolutely true. That's facts. For sure. <laughs> That's some some turn up music right there. Annihilation <laughs> of the wicked. Oh, that yeah, is some pretty okay. Of, I think that like like this is you being like 15, right? You know, mm-hmm. and you're I just love in a record font. store. No, you're just in a record store and you see that record and you're just like, all right, this is probably dope as hell. Right. She is about to slay. Somebody is... We got some real Kenny Loggins fans in chat. I love that. As we should. (laughs) I would like to hear an example of what you think is some really bad album artwork. Ooh, bad album artwork? Yes. Mm, man, I wish I could. I like how you're uh, looking around. You about to whip out one of your albums or something? No, I come don't. on. I have such good things, but I can't remember their names. Oh, it'll come oh, to you. Um, oh, okay. So, um, fucking, it's it's tubes. Tubes. The band Tubes. Yeah, I'm familiar with Tubes. Which album? The one that has just like the PVC pipe as a as an album cover. It's just a PVC pipe. Uh, about, I think it's, that's the completion of the completion backward principle or something like that. It's just I like think the, so, the but tea, like, because that album... The T-shaped tube on it, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's the that's completion backward principle, I think. The that band is called wild. Tubes? It's great. I love Tubes. I think I'm such a plebeian. I've never no that the, the album the album kind of slaps in the weirdest ways, but it's it just does. a shitty album cover. Yeah, it's <laughs> just it's just like the T shaped PVC pipe on it as the cover. Yeah, it's like how am I supposed to be interested? In oh, the completion backward principle. Yeah, it's the song on there. It's, it's a sushi girl that I like a lot. <laughs> I know. <clears throat> Those lyrics are so. Oh, that bad. shit ain't that bad. It's yeah. got a like little shadow beneath it and everything. Come on, dude. No, <laughs> come on. No, that that album cover sucks. He goes that album cover sucks. <laughs> All right. I only listened to it because I was like, this looks like such fucking trash. How funny. So, what did you say earlier about any press is good press? That album cover yeah. sucks so much ass. You had to listen to it. <laughs> I guess it. All right, all right. Fair that means that. it's good. That means it's good art, buddy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Oh man. So, so how do you go about finding new music, no matter what it is, and and how often do you do it? I don't find new music a lot, to be honest. Um, a lot of it just comes from like my friends, like people, I love like, that. like. Because, like, I don't really hang out with a lot of musicians or anything. Like, I'm not really in that circle. I don't care to be. Um, So, like, a lot of my friends do completely different things that aren't art-related at all. So I like to hear about what they're listening to and just see, like, how, like, people that live in different pathways in their life, like, kind of what they like to enjoy. I like that. And then then I just kind of... Like, some, you don't want to live in an echo friends, chamber. Yeah, but a lot of my friends, like, I hate what they listen to. But it's interesting to see, like, 
what they like, you know? I feel that. Yeah. That's a good so answer, I don't, man. I, yeah, I don't try to hang out in echo chamber at all. Like, I don't believe in that shit. I think it's stupid and a waste of time. So I like to hang out with people that, like, do things that I don't do. Yeah. So, so that's, like, that's we can really all... smart. Yeah, so, like, it's it's better to have varying opinions than everyone just, like, standing around being like, I agree. Yeah. It's you know? literally been proven that diversity makes every group stronger. Yeah. And I'm not even trying yeah. to, like, tout, like, a feel-good statement. It's It's been proven. Like, in business and mm-hmm. workplaces, you know, just in anything. That's why I will always be a little scamp and disagree with you guys. <laughs> yeah, we're not meant to agree on everything. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's like a like a wisdom that a lot of people seem to not consider sometimes. It's like we can totally disagree with each other. That doesn't mean we need to get angry at each other, but we're we can think that like one thing you like sucks without hating each other. Yeah, absolutely. I it's so boring if everybody agrees with everything. Yeah. Yeah. Thoroughly agree. I mean, it helps you perfect your product for if you point out <laughs> from like the Melvin, like the band, like the band yeah, yeah. <laughs> like King Buzzo and all them, the Melvins. King Buzzo, <laughs> yeah, yep, oh, wow. that's what he's talking about. <laughs> Shout out an underrated act for us that you can think of right now. There's too many. There's too many. Well, let's Kids hear them don't all. do this to me. Okay, it's fine. That's fine. Yeah, please what? don't do that to me. No worries. Um, I, actually, um, I'll shout out Convulsus. Um, that's Convulsus. a death metal band from Detroit. Mm-hmm. Um, some of my good homies, uh, Mammon. Some of my best homies. Um, also from Flint, Michigan. Uh, solid black metal. Um, man. Just, I I don't know. You, you broke my brain out. with that question. It's I okay. We'll come back to it. Those are good shout outs. We're good. Yeah, we'll start with that. Octane from Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> Hell yeah. Live from the city from Pittsburgh. Uh, let, definitely check out Octane if you're into like hard ass trap. Octane. Um, nice. Yeah. Yeah. O C T V and. Like it's spelled like octane, but the A's are V. Oh, if there's a V in it, I know it's some hard trap shit. It's probably like wave music or witch house or something. He used to work with me when he lived in Detroit. Like he was a part of Black Toad for a second, but nice. then live from live from the city in Pittsburgh. Like while I was living in Pittsburgh, he was super dope, dude. Fucking awesome guy, and his music pretty much like it slaps really well too. But it's more like a. It's not like hard trap or anything. It's hip hop um, and a little bit of trap music mixed in with it. But like, it's not like crazy harsh shit, you know? Right. Like, not like drill like, or it, anything. It, it, it's like melodic. I like it. I like, like very it. Very melodic. That's you gave us a lot to go on, man. And and sorry. Proper respect to you. No, that's that's nothing to apologize. You don't owe me no apology. Proper respect to you for shouting out local like DIY and and just, you know, experimental acts. Yeah. Oh, and if you're into like cyber crust, uh lilac cyber web crust. I love how much of like like punk rock influence a lot of your shit that you're involved in has. 
Cyberpunk. Yeah, I love that. Crust too. punk. I'll take it. Punk. I feel like punk rock makes everything better. Hot take. I just lo- I just I just love music where it's like uh well not even music but like if you're gonna be an artist I love art that doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. It's just like it's just like I just want to fucking do it. Like I don't care about your nice. opinion. Here it is. Nice. I like. I really really like that. And punk rock is very much like a we're just gonna get this shit done. And we're going to be yeah, loud and raw gonna, and fast. You know, and, we're gonna, and also, we're going to do it ourselves. We're going to develop yeah. our own little you know, ecosystem for it. You know what I mean? Very community-based. Yeah. So, what would you say is your most popular track that you ever made? And can you tell us the story behind creating it? Oh, it's definitely dancing. I mean, that has, that has over like 1.3 million streams just on Spotify. Um, shit out right now. But um I made that in like twenty minutes. <laughs> oh yeah. Isn't it funny how no, that works? No, dude, it pisses me off because like the songs I've worked hardest on and like I've put my whole soul into are like they go nowhere. Wait, and what's then, like, one that you put your whole soul into? Yeah, Which dancing, who I am. I wanna know what's one of the songs you put your whole soul into. Saddest cigarette. That's a I mean, great song. I, I think I've been using that I one love for that song. Stories. That's on the 2020 album that you were just talking yeah. about. That's a great song. That's the vocals in that and everything. That was that song's awesome, by the way. I'm a big fan of that one. Thank you. Thank yeah. You. I'm a big but, fan uh, of the yeah. one that you did with um, uh, Fashionista Boyfriend is, is what he goes by now. He used to go by Gay Axis. Oh, Gay Axis. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Casey, Casey's been on our show. And that Casey. song, yeah. um, Wanderlust fucking goes dude hard. casey has a casey has a beautiful voice and just also like yeah, a beautiful does. approach to melody like i he's love a that beautiful dude. person shout out fashionista boyfriend yeah, and that song yeah. with that bass line and the little effect i can't remember what it's called off the top of my head but when you just cut sound on beat oh, you know what weird. i'm talking yeah. about I, I was yeah i was just gating it yeah, there's a name for that on unlike CDJs and, and XDJs, but it's just escaping me. But that song fucking goes. If if anyone in chat listens to anything, you need to listen to Wanderlust with King Quartz and Fashionista Boyfriend when he went by Gay Axis or Guy Axis. Yeah, that makes sense because Gaia. My bad. Yep, it was Gaia and Axis put together. Guy Axis. But yeah, yep. But uh, mm. yeah, I, I yeah. love Casey. He was dope, and he still is dope. And I love Fashionista Boyfriend, so people should check that out, I got out to too. meet him uh, when I played yeah, Terminally I've Chill never, NorCal in Sacramento. He is a video chat with the lad. <laughs> he is a, a tiny, little, very fit man, and he's very quiet. He showed up at our show in a little mask, and I didn't notice him until he finally uh-huh. came up to me and was like, here's a Fashionista Boyfriend. He did he did a release uh, called AM Affairs. Mm. I believe that was him. I'm going to be really embarrassed if it's not, but I'm like 99% sure he also was AM Affairs, and he gave me a tape because he knew I liked it. Wonderful person. I still don't have uh, my first actual King Quartz album, though. What? Like and, and, and like, this is just... I'm, I'm doing a tangent from talking about, like, uh, Casey, because Casey used to know Roman... Oh yeah, and Roman. Roman did Coliseum Records, right? And 
and Roman released my first King Quartz album, Photoshop, where I was more like vapor wavy kind of cloud rap type shit. Like it was just it, it was Black Toad stuff, right? Nice and hazy wavy um, hip hop. Yeah, but like then Roman deleted every single thing, but like. I never actually got a copy of that album, even though it like sold out and stuff. Is it? Is it still? I was never given a copy of that album. Is it still available somewhere, like online, or does somebody have a physical somewhere? I don't know. Can I ask somebody about the um, songwriting process for actually with some of the songs like "Sad Sad Cigarette," which you know. Obviously, having a little bit more of a gothy feel to them. Is there any particular artists that you listen to that inspire you when you're making that kind of music? Or, you know, that sort of vibe? Um, I think for that, it was more just like I, I was just tapping into my more spooky vibe. <laughs> a, spooky a little boy. goblin vibe. For do, you, do you do more songs like that? Yeah, I've done a bunch. I mean, like on the 33rd split, like yeah, we didn't talk two. about this. Um, is me and VCR Headaches. Yeah. Um, and VCR Headaches is coming with me to St. Louis. And, like, we just like to make spooky shit. Like, I just like to make spooky shit. (laughs) But, like, (laughs) I I just decided to put it into my King Court's, like, repertoire, I guess. Instead of, like, having another alias where I'm going to make spooky music under a different name. Yeah. I was just like, I'm I'm just going to introduce it into this. I feel like people do too many aliases. I think that you should kind of just do it under the same name once in a while. You know, yeah, if you want to change your shit up, do it. You're the boss. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, whatever. I'm just going to put out like this weird kind of like goth vapor post-punk thing. Definitely a post-punk vibe to that. I refer to it as hypnotic yeah. pop. Do that. I'll take it. I'll take it. Like I'm, people I'm, can I'm call it whatever they want. I'm never gonna <laughs> call it whatever if... you want. I'm down with it. Who are some people you would like to collaborate with? Uh... Everything is on the table. Even people that maybe would no, never actually, possibly what... have a shot at. No, I'm like, I actually don't want to collaborate with anyone at the moment. I kind of want to, like, do my thing. Um, and, like, get a good opportunity to maybe earn some collaborations. But there's, like, I don't want to collaborate with anyone right now. I kind of want to just put out completely me. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, I know it's a boring answer, but, like, kind of that's, it's like, a real how answer. Vibe has been. But that's just kind of how my vibe has been lately. It's just like, I just want to do my own thing. And if that works, then maybe I can collab with some people. Like, you know. I'll take it. Tell me a little bit about some things about the... um, I mean, we all know about the vaporwave scene, right? That's that's kind of where we're from. What are some things about yeah. the metal scene or the the hip hop scene or another scene that you're involved in that you wish that you could change about how that scene operates? I think all scenes are kind of the same, really. Like people just um, 
I don't want to talk like an overlord, but like there is just a thing where like there's always going to be those people in any scene, no matter what scene it is, that just want to appear like the loudest voice in the room. Yeah. And I just kind of don't like those kind of personalities personally. Yeah. I got like, you. People that always have to have the spotlight on them. Yeah. It's like, like you can get so much accomplished without being that loud. You know? Well said. Sometimes you got to make like, moves in silence. Like I'm not the loudest voice in the room, but like I'm not doing that bad myself. Like, <laughs> just like I'm kind of I'm kind of out here, but I don't need to always scream and be like, "Notice me! Let's let's take photos together and take photos of me." And like, there's a lot of that in any scene where there's someone that's just like there to be like, "I want to be noticed," and mm-hmm. and it can be an artist or just an influencer, but it's just like. I don't really care for people that give a fuck about that because yeah. I'm like I don't really need to be in the spotlight. I don't need photos to be taken of me. Like, just let me do my thing. You know, you're interested in the substance, the real meat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just put out good ass art, and I created a mantra when I started King Quartz, and it's just the mantra is it's all about the feeling. So if the feeling isn't there, then then there's no point. Yeah. But like, but like, there's no feeling in like trying to get this social media presence. But then your life lacks substance. Like, there's yeah. no feeling there. So do you feel that? That. Do you? I feel so bad. I keep interrupting you. My bad. I, I'm just thinking out loud. Do you notice or ever feel that there's a lot of gatekeeping going on with some of those louder voices, or would it would it be a stretch to? I don't know. Make if that conclusion. I don't know if there's gatekeeping. Uh, wouldn't necessarily call it that. I think there's just like when you're interacting with people consistently, you want to keep them around, right? Yeah. And so if you're interacting consistently with these people and you create something great, why let new ones in? It's like we've already got a system that works. Yeah, that's kind of what it is. It's not even like gatekeeping on purpose. It's, it's like, oh, you know, we, we know what if we're doing. If it ain't broke, don't I, fix yeah, it. Yeah, but that's not good either. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, that's an interesting perspective and the way to describe it. And I think you're right. I think that does happen a lot. They don't yeah. even realize they're doing it. They just don't want to. They just like what they, they have. They just want to keep their circle small, maybe. That makes sense. Well, they, people kind of just like what they have. They get used to what they have. They like the way things are run, and they don't want to change it. And that's kind of like a yeah, typical you can't thing in general, that, right? Well, you can 100% fault them for that because they're just keeping it stale. I could see the but, benefits and the drawbacks. Overall, I think there's more drawbacks to that than there are benefits. Sure. Or afraid that someone will shake things up and then they'll have to catch up to some new idea. I think, you know, and, and Ronnie's Ronnie's stating in chat, um, I think it's good to to be open to what the kids are doing, you know? And I don't think any of us have a problem with that. But Absolutely. Like yeah, definitely no, I don't have a problem. Yeah, if we're if we're involved in, in art and music and like staying abreast of what's going on, like you, you can't get stale, you know. Yeah, what's, 
there's the impetus to change anything. But I have I have seen it just like in the music business, the bar business, like everything. Yeah. It's like once yeah. you get your once you get your solid five, I've seen a lot of circles just tighten up and it's just like, nope, you're not getting it. You know? Yeah, that's a very interesting perspective. And it's hundred percent true. Hmm. Yeah, it's, and so that exists in like so many different industries where it's just like once you got a program that is not breakable and it's just making you like just making you successful more and more and more. It's just like why bring in someone new? So it's like I can't get mad at someone for that because they're like, "Yo, I've got it figured out. You need to figure it out yourself. Like make your own group." Alright. You know? Interesting. Okay. So I don't get I don't get mad at people for that if when they're gatekeeping if it's like in terms of success because it's like I get it, like you figured it out. So I was thinking of it in terms of like an entire scene, like like a like a, like a movement or whatever. I'm trying to um, hear the benefits well, and drawbacks. As opposed to like I a, both. Like a small group. I was thinking of it as like it's like just a way of thinking for like a bunch well, the of people big group, in charge of it. The big group. I mean I got banned from Universal Records, bro. Oh, we got wow. banned from Universal Records? What happened? Yeah. I mean, I my band fucked up. <laughs> what? Why is that? What's this? Your band you fucked get, up? You're banned from Universal Records. What? Do you want to elaborate on that or can you not? Um, you don't I have to. Should. That's I fine. Should. You don't have to. But you, this is kind of an interesting, interesting statement. <laughs> yeah, that's that you a hot take. <laughs> this is kind of an interesting thing to say. Got to get the flames oh, right. going. It happened when I it happened when I was eighteen. Oh, okay, I got you. I got you. This is a lot of responsibility. So the non disclosure agreement has definitely expired. Yeah, well, I've said enough. <laughs> he's he's said but enough. like, but yeah, you'll never see me be a <laughs> pop star. That's for fucking sure. I'll take it. <laughs> So, all right, I, let's go back to like something a little more lighthearted. If you had oh. to put a name, if you had to name like a favorite act, album, or genre, you can pick one. How did you discover that act, album, or genre that that you would consider like your favorite? I don't even know how to answer that question, honestly. Well, it's a pretty broad question, but like, whatever comes to mind. My favorite. My favorite, like, just my favorite anything. Basically. Yeah, you know what? If you if you can't think off the top of your head of a favorite act, maybe it's an album that that was really monumental to you, or maybe it's just an entire style of music. I feel like you may have touched mm. on this a little bit earlier, but I think those stories are super magical, and like, I like to like, hear them. Like something something that like uh, kind of defines something for me. Yeah, that that like moment when you discovered it, if you remember it, like. Yeah, I mean, that kind of happened, like, when I earlier touched on, like, the LimeWire when I found, like, Death Metal on accident because I was just a, a little edgy goth lord. There and you I was go. just, like, typing in death, and then I find in, I find that Death Metal is a thing that exists. You uh, literally, like, like, searched it, and that was what got you there. Yeah. Um, because I wasn't looking for, like, death in, like, a way, like, oh, I want to see videos of people dying i was just right. like a dumb a dumb little kid who was just like i want to search for music that sounds like death yeah and boom there it is um i think the other thing 
Hmm. I, I'm trying to think about a movie. Uh, what's your favorite movie, Isaac? Um, Blade Runner. What's yours? Like your orig- like the original Blade Runner. I like the I th- I want to say it's the director's cut, the one that doesn't have the voiceover. Okay. But the original one? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's the original. Oh, you mean as opposed to Blade Runner twenty forty nine? Yes, yes, sir. I like the original Ridley yeah. Scott film with um. Okay. Harrison Ford. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um. So my favorite movie is Brick. Brick. Oh, Brick. from like like two thousand five or some shit. Yeah, Joseph Gordon Levitt. Yeah. Joseph Gordon Levitt. Yeah. I never saw it, but I heard a lot of good things about it. That's my favorite movie. And then my second favorite movie is Alien. Oh, and like, one. I like combining those two ideas together. <laughs> I like combining those two ideas together. Isn't Brick like a story about like a like a kid that? What's the fucking story? Like, it's like, well, I guess I'll have to watch it at some point. Yeah, uh, Brick is about yeah. It's it's about like a college student who uh, is worried about his ex-girlfriend who has a drug problem i got you that's the shortest way to put it and it just gets it it goes from there (laughs) what would you say to people that say that aliens is better than alien you're wrong you're wrong you're wrong that's a that's an isaac ass answer good answer (laughs) you're objective that's an objectively bad take no it's just like you're wrong i'm sorry (laughs) Like you can you can disagree with me, but you're wrong. <laughs> well, so you like spooky things. Alien is definitely the spookier of the two. Aliens Dude, is it's like shot better. I love the tension and the build. Yeah. That okay, like... that's fair. Aliens is sort of like an adventure movie. It is. It's Alien more of like an action, like an interesting horror film. Yeah, my Aliens favorite, is not a horror film for sure. Of, my favorite kind of like thriller movie is like a slow burn. You know, I'll, I'll, I agree. Yeah. Okay. Do you consider yourself a fan of genres in general? I don't have anything wrong with it. Like, I think it helps in searching. <laughs> you you mentioned a lot of like you said like cyber crust, and I'm just like, oh, I live for this. Because personally, no, I love, I love genres. Admittedly, I'm asking because I kind of thought you would say that. I think no, it really I, I helps love, you find more of what you it, like. like. Yeah, it helps. Yeah, it helps you know something, and also like being a musician myself, it's like you kind of have to yourself in some way. You can't just be like I'm a musician. People are going to be like, what right. kind of musician? So it's like, well, you know, there are. Well, but vaporwave is an interesting genre to pick, though, because it's very difficult to kind of nail down what it even sounds or means. You know what I mean? Yeah. It is very amorphous. Yeah. But, like, we now live in the age of Mike Thorjohnson. True. Like, I, I, I never picked vaporwave myself. I never called myself a vaporwave artist. I just got looped into it and yeah and i was like i'm not gonna say that i'm not like if this community loves me then i'm gonna love it back Mm -hmm. 
Beautiful. I consider myself to be an... I considered myself to be an outsider for a super long time, but this community just has a way of kind of pulling you in. And just like embracing you. Yeah, sorry to interrupt. But yeah, I totally agree. It's like, it's like the fact that like I got people that loved my music and listened to it and wanted to share it and talk about it. And even the people that hated about it, like saying like, this isn't Vaporwave. Because there was a lot of that, too. Oh, yeah. Like, there was a lot of people being like, he's not Vaporwave. And it's like, well, I never called myself that in the first place. So this is all of your fault. Yeah, it's all your fault. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I never tried to fight to be Vaporwave or to not be Vaporwave. I was just like, if you want to call me that, I love it. And, like, I love the community that is, like the actual people that give a fuck about this yeah, community. The most interesting way to get involved in it is people guys just get pulled into it. Totally agree. Yeah. yeah. It's just like dope. Like I love it. Like it's just like metal. Like when when you get into the metal scene, the metal scene's really welcoming. Like everyone wants to have that idea that it's like oh it's a bunch of spooky boys in leather that are going to beat you up but nah really they're just a bunch of petty bears and they're just going to be like what up bro (laughs) you know (laughs) love to hear that uh pacific plaza's got a great question in chat um wants to know if you can pair a fancy cocktail with each of your albums since you are in fact a mixologist (laughs) okay Neo Tokyo, I think I would do kind of thing because it's it's very future funky, mm, but futuristic y. Uh, I kind of almost wanted to do like a, a Blanco tequila old fashioned because it's like. Ooh, I'll take one of those. Yeah, so it's like, yeah, Blanco tequila old fashioned because it's like. It's kind of strong, but it's still clear, and it's just mm-hmm. like, man, this is all we got. Like, deal with it. <laughs> here's a here's a slice of orange to, to help you through it. Um, with recycle bin, I think it'd have to probably be like like a sidecar, but like part of the glass is broken. So part like, of the glass drink. is broken. Yeah, it's like don't drink from that side. <laughs> oh, that's like so you're cool! Gonna cut, like you're gonna cut your lip. Um, and then with the thirty third split, I think it'd be trying to. I'm trying to think about uh, VCR headaches right now. Um, it'd be like, damn, this is tough because I'm trying to include VCR and Lewis. Uh, it, it'd be like there's definitely some beer involved some and beer then, yeah some beer involved like you, you have a beer on the side and then like a shot of probably just like some some whiskey yeah yeah, just like a beer make a michelada nope nope just like you, you got like a Miller High Life and like a good whiskey <laughs> VCR headaches three day old Labatt on the side is that how you pronounce that Labatt the, yeah, the, the blue uh, maple leaf, yeah, I think, it's Canadian, right? Yeah, Canadian beer. Labatt. 
That's everywhere. That's actually what I'm drinking right now. Bro. And they have, they have Detroit Labatt here. So oh, Labatt what? With, yeah. Bro, I'm right across the street I, from, from Canada. I right? love, <laughs> like, just mass-produced, like, shitty lager beer. I can't get enough of it. I don't think Labatt is shitty, but, like, it's just, you know, it's it's like a working-class beer. That's a compliment. Let's let's a malort shot. Come on. No. Do you no like malort. Yeah, I think we talked about that in the server already. <laughs> Big respect to anyone that can stomach. Skelly, have you ever had malort? No. It's terrible. <laughs> but okay, if, okay, got if it. You go to Chicago, if you go to Chicago, you're like, <laughs> right. oh man, you gotta try our biggest export. It's called Malort. Here, try some. It's like drinking paint thinner. Okay, got it. Oh, do you wanna tell us? <laughs> Tell us what you do with Malort. You said it in the survey, and it was fucking hilarious. Oh, man. Yeah, all right. So, like, should you find yourself in Chicago, you order, like, your buddy goes to the, the bathroom, right? So you order, like, it's like, we're going to get rounds of whiskey. Let's say you're with four friends. You order three shots of whiskey, one shot of Malort. The person that comes back from the bathroom, that's their shot. So you all take a shot of whiskey and you're all just like, this is fine. And then the person that takes the shot on the Lord is like, why did you just feed me sewage? Like, like they, and they, don't, having... they don't know because it looks just like whiskey. You're just like, enjoy yeah, your and, shot. And, and it's fucking the, Malort. They just have the worst time. I don't know where Lux went. It's a shame. But she actually unironically likes Malort. Yeah, some people are, you know, they're, uh, what is that called? Is it, is a, it a sadist or a masochist? Masochist? Masochist. Yeah, they love the pain. <laughs> yeah, she, uh, yeah, she unironically enjoys it. Malort, people that love Malort make me weary. Make <laughs> me weary. As a bartender. <laughs> I'm just like, why would you do this to yourself? That's why so funny. Stop, please, I beg of you. <laughs> anything but please <laughs> is there anyone in the scene um any of the scenes that you're involved in that you would consider an idol or a mentor and if so who who billion like that's how i even got to the place i'm at is because i just like like i i just remember biggie smalls with the great line just like emulate the great and I think uh, that was my initial, like, like big moment where it's just like, oh, yeah, that's what I got to do. So, like, anyone that inspires me, I want to I find a piece of them that I can possibly take in and, like, mm. carry with myself. Mm. So, I mean, like, like uh, this one band from Norway called Enslaved, like, they make black metal, but, like, it's beautiful and they've changed and they've become progressive and like totally changed their sound but like they just constantly put out content and they fight the mold and it's like that's an inspiring thing to me is just to be like always change yeah um oh yeah and and like like other artists like like even george clanton for instance like he used to hit me up and ask me how to tour and now yeah. look at him nice yeah. Wow. And so it's That's just very like, interesting. He's and so he's inspired me to be like, like, 
fucking don't stop. But like, yeah. I did have to stop for a while just because of a bunch of dumb shit that was happening with my life. Yeah. Um, it happens, you know, life happens and you can't take care yeah. of other things when we have to take yeah. care of ourselves. Sometimes you gotta pump the brakes. Mode. You're survival mode, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. No one's gonna judge you for circling the wagons. Yeah, I was yeah. That's a great Dark Throne album, actually. Circle the a, wagons. Wh- a what? Dark Throne Dark album. album. Oh, whoops. Didn't know. <laughs> oh, I fucked with Metalcore a little bit back in the day, but other than that I'm just kind of a Philistine when it comes to metal. A little bit of grindcore and that was it. A Philistine with like probably a lot of like everything else. <laughs> well, you know, Skelly and I balance each other out pretty well because all the like JRPG and video game stuff, I can field all that. And all the like super critically acclaimed criterion art film shit, he can he can do that. <laughs> and the like classic like music that's like older than, than both of us. He knows all that shit and I don't. I know some things. Trying to read the chat real quick. Is there I, I some? Need... I'm sorry. No, please finish that thought. No, you're good. Is there a uh, you good like a like a type of music that you used to really be into that you've just kind of washed your hands of or grew out of? And if so, what no. is it? And no, like, why? I want to know why. I think like the only reason I really got out of metal was because. Um, Keeping a band together is really difficult. Yeah, it's basically yeah, I can only having imagine. like it's basically having like four or five dudes be married, right? And yeah, and like as you get older, like if it if that shit doesn't pop when you're like in your early twenties, like it's incredibly it just gets incredibly difficult to start dealing with because you take on more responsibilities as you get older. So that's why I started focusing more on King Quartz because. It was like, I can just be my own solo thing and kind of control it, you know? Yes. I don't need to rely on, like, four other dudes to show up to practice. Like, I got this. And so, like, I guess I kind of, like, disappeared from metal a little bit. Like, I don't pay attention to it as much as I used to, but I still love it, like, until the end of my life. Like, it shaped me. It it gave me so many opportunities. I got so many things from it, but like, I really don't have any interest in ever really playing it. Any, wow. Know? So like, Euphoria like doesn't like play shows anymore. No, that band's gone. Oh, that band's gone. Damn. I didn't know that. Like, there's one band that I might join and that's why I can't talk about it because it's still just a discussion. Yeah. Uh, but like that'd be the only band I would want to join, because like I I just really like playing that, like those songs mm. and like working with them. I'm friends with them. Like I've already played shows with them before. Um, I was never a official member. I'm not on any other albums, but it, like I helped them out shows and stuff. But like I might join them, but that would be the only time I would consider going back in the metal because it's like, I already know those guys have it all together and nice. they'd be practicing anyways. And like, like shit's going to be solid, you know? Now remind me, you play um, guitar and bass guitar, right? Or yeah, is, yep. that's right. 
Very cool. I knew you weren't a drummer, yeah, and, but uh, I've played drums in bands before. Oh, you have. Um, I'm. I'm all. I also play piano. Um, I went to Unreal. trade school for for audio mixing and engineering. Shit. Uh, I play. I play accordion. I play. Play accordion. This fool plays accordion. Yeah. Who in Vaporwave plays accordion? How'd you get into the accordion? <laughs> Wait, you did say you're German, right? Were you joking around? No, I'm not joking around. But the the accordion story, I'm not gonna tell. I'm not gonna tell. <laughs> it's just like just like the Bantam Universal story. You can't tell those. You just sat down. You were like, not... let me figure this shit out. I'll add it to the list. You're teasing us no, with all I'm these not, crazy I'm stories. I'm just not telling how I acquired the accordion. I could no tell problem. you guys like off no feed. That's okay. Like, Don't worry, we'll, I'll drop it. But okay. yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll so, drop it, dude. We've we'll got drop plenty. It for now. We got it. So yeah. we got. But hold on, this is, I have a question I wanted to ask you now. Um, you remember now? Keep keep doing another question. Come to me. Oh, I just like to know, like, if you have any musical. First of all, do you believe in guilty pleasures? Whether you do or don't, I want to know if you have a musical guilty pleasure you want to share with us. Savage Garden. Oh, interesting. Well, they were all over the mall when we were kids. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, truly, madly, deeply, dude. That song slaps. Wow. Good choice. We were talking about Sugar choice. Ray on our last episode, so oh I'll take gosh. it. Yeah, that's right. I, I will say Sugar Ray is so far from a guilty pleasure. I'd, right. I'd, say, it's, I'd say it's a please go away forever kind of song. <laughs> wow, <laughs> unreal. Is there? Uh, wait, did fun. I offend one of you two? Do you no, it wasn't me that said it. <laughs> First of all, what did you say earlier? Um, if you don't like it, you're wrong. That's me to a T. So, like, it's okay. You can be wrong, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I say that from a place of love. Obviously, I don't actually believe that, you know. Yeah, yeah. Is there no, anything? I'm, I'm just, I'm just being silly, too. I'm not trying to, like, say I hate you if you like sugar. Like, would... I'm just, I'm just being foolish. Yeah, I mean, listen, but, there's but a lot of... But if you like Sugar Ray, you suck! You suck. <laughs> you can fuck out of here. What is... What is? I mean, you're into some pretty... We all are into some pretty weird shit. What is the, like, like, absolute weirdest, like, can't really show it to anybody, like, weirdest shit, scare the hose music that you're into? <laughs> Wait, what did you say? Like, hose-scaring music. What the fuck is hoes? You never heard. I am a simple man. I see hoes. I scare them. Uh, uh, hoes scaring. Somebody like turn off Aphex Twin. You're scaring Peepaw. What's what's a really difficult band for you to share with people that you think like oh, I don't think anyone would like this if I play it. I think is what Isaac's trying to say. Like what's a <laughs> like what's uh, what's something you're like oh man this is the weirdest music I listen to. Yeah, that's what I want to know. Ho-scaring jams. It's just trying to say, like, what's, like, something that's, like, so weird that you don't really play it for anybody because you think they'll just think you're really, like, off beat. You're too quirky. I don't know. Uh, Clowncore. Clowncore. Oh! Everybody loves Clowncore. Clowncore. What's the band right now, the You'd duo? You'd be surprised, bud. What's that's... that duo, uh, the Clowncore duo? What's it called? Oh. Are you talking about 100 Gex? No. Clowncore. They're, like, fucking amazing, I'm just kidding. Too. Yeah, they're like yeah, always filming the videos. Oh, it's called, they're, they're called like, Clowncore, of course. They're called Clowncore. Yeah. So I thought, like, yeah. some, get that, some rest, What's that Dan that's in the Clowncore? Oh, like, oh, it's called Clowncore. They're fucking outstanding. Yeah. They're that cool as shit. It's fucking amazing. I've, I've watched, like, so many of their stuff. 
And they're touring wait. right now too, I think. Wait, wait, I'm responding to something. Someone said Typo Negative is the ultimate O-scaring band. I have to disagree so hard. If you ever are around goth people and you put on Typo Negative, the hoes come out. We had male tears like in that, here for a hot second. I don't know if he's still in that here. That is but, not uh, ho-scaring. Man, shout I, out to goth. I, I love Clown Thor. This, this is such an interesting, interesting act. And like, it's so funny the way that like you think it's going to be silly, but it's a really crazy, complex sort of t- sound textures and ideas. Yeah. And, oh, man, they sound, they're great. And this is a really well, I just love how energetic it is. You you watch the Clown Thor videos, John Shiro? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, they're always filmed they're in phenomenal. that like, van. Yeah, so I love fun. drummers, dude. I oh, you need drum. to watch the ones that were. Wait, I'm sorry, but uh, Shiro, you need to watch the ones that are filmed in the outhouse. Yeah, in the outhouse. That yeah, would be I... a host scaring band. Yeah, I agree. That's a host scaring band. <laughs> Depends on. What, I mean, since we're using that term, like, I don't like using that term, but here we are. Admittedly, I don't. I mean, I'm I'm a feminist. I'm an a, a avowed feminist, but like, it's <laughs> it's an internet phrase like scare the hose. Like, hey, turn that off. You're scaring the hose, you know. Like, Young Shiro. That's going to be the quote underneath your name yeah. now. Avowed feminist. Shiro Young Shiro. Cancel. Avowed feminist. Don't avowed scare feminist. the hose. No, avowed feminist. Like DJ, yeah. vaporwave influencer, avowed feminist. <laughs> you know, we're going to have that. All right, Fair so let's hose. do deep cuts. What's an act that you are into that you can guarantee that, like, nobody's heard of? Wait. What? Repeat that. You just like, glitched out. I'm like, sorry. Oh, my bad. Um, You know, like, when you want to recommend an artist or something to somebody and you like, I know this shit is not on Spotify, I can guarantee mm. if you Google it, you're going to have trouble finding it. What is, like, the most obscure act that you like, that you really like, but you can guarantee that none of us, nobody in chat has ever heard of them? I think the sad thing is, like, Everyone's gonna know it, so I don't know if I need to give it. But I'd just say like Encarta '95, right? Oh, love Encarta '95. Do you mean love, love, love? Sterling, right? Encarta '95. I don't know them personally. Like from, I think that's Encarta '95. I don't know. It's late. I don't know. I don't know them personally, but like I return to that a lot. Yeah. Wow, that's interesting. Uh, that's great. Great act. Love, love Carta. With yeah, an I, right? In Carta? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I don't think we've really gotten into what some of your... We've we've talked a lot about the metal and the, the hip-hop. What are some of your favorite Vaporwave acts? Like, what do you what do you maintain are, like, the must-hears? Ooh. Man. I, I'm sorry for dead air right there. Um, That's cool. It, no, dead like, air never hurt uh, anybody. There's a great luxury noise song playing in the background, so it's fine. That's <laughs> um, like, mm, no, I can't. I can't even. You should have asked me that to be ready for that type of question. <sighs> I tend to have a bad habit of doing that. No, I, I can't. I can't even. I can't even give you an answer because, like, I'm gonna say things, and then like tomorrow, I'm gonna be like, wait, 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 wait. We had a guest do that. I think it was uh, Drink Your Tears. And she was like, I actually had all these questions prepared that I would like to address. And then she put them up on like Twitter or Facebook, and it was awesome. Yeah. Like an addendum to the episode. Yeah. I mean, I can do that in like the Discord or something. But yeah. Yeah. 
Love having you in there, by yeah. the way. If you, any of you guys yeah, yeah, are sure. uh, thinking about joining a uh, a group of friends or or just a community of people that you know are comfortable with arguing, debating, and just geeking out about random things, jump in the Discord server. We'd love to have you guys. Hell yeah, Syllabus. What's up? Thank you. Okay, well, no video, worries. No, you're here. You're here, bud. Um, you know, you'll you'll probably think of something that you want to maybe drop no, in just, the Discord like, server that's later. That's just a deep question. That's just a very deep question. It's it's hard to pick your favorite artist when you are one. It is. You know? yeah. it, admittedly, I, I couldn't do it. Well, um, and so like that's why like I don't want to say like names and then be like yeah. wait all these other names too. Yeah, yeah. Well, right. so so anyone anyone watching, um, or obviously if you're listening to the the uh, podcast, you'll want to search us on socials, follow our link tree, check us out, and anyone that's a live viewer, if you want to get more exclusive King Courts content, you might just find some of it in the following days on Discord. No guarantees, but you just might. I'll be around. I ain't leaving. Hell yeah. Skelly, you had a question you were, like, thinking of. Oh, I don't remember it now. You don't remember? I'm going to have to go to the Discord for that one, too. But we are getting late now. So it it is. It is getting to the end. Um, yeah. We do we love... Like six minutes or so. Yeah, yeah. We, we do love to give our, our guests the floor for the, you know, the remaining few minutes because Chris and I will kind of mention some stuff that we've got in the works, and then maybe we'll name drop our next guest. But until we do that... Anything you want to say as far as self-promo, shouting people out, upcoming shows or album drops, let's hear it all. Yeah, I mean, I have a bunch of new music that are is in the works with me and VCR Headaches. Uh, we got a show coming up in St. Louis with Vapor Space. Uh, that's at Platypus on April 7th. And besides that, I don't know. Check me out, man. <laughs> That's we it. will That's find it. a way to get Skylines back on SoundCloud so all you people can hear it. Yeah, and please send me that. <laughs> oh, I will um, upload it and probably send you a link like right after this is finished. <laughs> so, if you're in the St. Louis <laughs> area... Too, VCR headaches. Shout out VCR Headaches. Um, if you're in the St. Louis area, April 7th, Platypus is a great venue. Ronnie is an excellent promoter, uh, excellent show organizer, and just person all around. Um, very good at, at uh, elevating voices and um, just bringing people together. Can't say enough wonderful things about that man. Go see King Chords, VCR Headaches, Sound Market, and Oipi on April 7th in St. Louis at Platypus. going to bang. It's going to bang. They're going to have dancers. I hope that's not... Something that I wasn't yeah, supposed no. to reveal. I love how I just said it. No. We've got choreography for me and VCR Headaches show. Uh, um, but yeah, bringing what, in professional what other vapor. What other vaporwave show are you going to see professional choreo? You got to be there. Um, Hope so. I mean, yeah, it's going to be. It's going to be sick. I'll just put out really quick. Um, got a got a DJ set I did for Vapor Shave. Shout out Daydream Deluxe and Utopia District, especially Indie Advance. Good friend of the show and uh, the guy that does all our screen captures so we can put them on YouTube. Uh, I did a, an 80s R&B DJ set with some smooth jazz uh, influence. 
It played during the uh, the pre-roll. Part of it did. You can find that on uh, YouTube. Luxury Noise, you're a doll. Thank you for that. Um, the um, the set is uh, very poignant, very romantic, full of... If you like Vaporwave, it's full of a lot of the source material. And you should go check it out. I've got it on YouTube and SoundCloud. Um, and then I'm, I've just been um, uh, scouted by Ming Curry for the upcoming... Um, Yikes, I hope I haven't said too much already. We've got an upcoming event that uh, is being put on by somebody very, very dear to the scene. And I uh, submitted a 20-minute cloud rap set with a song that King Quartz is in. A rare hey. one that's really good. Uh, big fan. Very excited about that. Um, got some great shows in the works coming up this summer, but can't say shit about them. And the fall. Can't say, can't say a word. Mum's the word. Gotta so, keep it secret. Gotta keep it a secret, but when they drop, all hell is gonna break loose. Oh, yeah. uh, and that's it for me. Skelly, what have you got in the works, buddy? I mean, not too much. I have the new song, Price I Pay, which is on the Coast to Coast compilation, and it's now on streaming services. You can, of course, purchase Glows and Melt on vinyl from Needle Juice Records in the variant of Blood Splatter or Glow in the Dark. Uh, as regards to live things, uh, my new party is eclipse and that will be on 428 and that is a that's gonna be at the 700 in philadelphia and i'll be playing witch house and wave and funk and some dark pop music like you know grimes and churches and stuff and then terminally chill returns uh to the dolphin in philadelphia on 54 and i'll be djing Ooh. that along with hideyoshi and bay bearer and uh gonna start doing that party regularly again and uh, so come. Those are really good parties. Everybody comes and has a good time and dances, and you will have a good time too if you come to them. This is my parties. Fuck yeah! I'm glad oh, you've yeah. got like a like a dark goth party because... and like a fun party. Like you've got kind of both going. Yeah, on. Yeah, but I don't consider the dark one exactly a goth party because I play the stuff that the goth parties don't play. You that is I mean? very they all true. Play, they play new wave. They play you know like the, EBM. Uh, EBM. They play that stuff. There's like a million tempo. I will be playing like Witch House. I will be playing Wave. I will be. Playing I would very Bong. much like to. I will be playing that. dark synth music like Perturbator and stuff like that too. You know what I mean? Like, I would love to play a show like party. that. They don't play that music at goth parties. They this don't. Is, uh, this is like a witchy party then, kind of really. Nice. I'll, I'm going to play like. Shit, and that's like, at a club called the Seven Hundred. The Seven Hundred, yeah. Seven Hundred, mm-hmm. you got to go. Well, that's about it for us tonight. Um, do we have a uh, confirmation on our next guest? It's Geo Metro, my Geo Metro. Dear friend. Yes. Geo Metro is kind of involved us. in the Philly scene. No. Big involved. I want to Absolutely. say they're, they're, they, they do some stuff with Virtua 94, right? They've done some terminally chill parties multiple times. They'll do more in the future. Very excited to get Geo Metro on the show. Until then, guys, mm-hmm. thank you so much for being here. Thank you, King Quartz. I've wanted thank to talk you. to you for ages, and I'm over the moon that you joined us tonight. I loved picking your brain, and I hope you had a good time. Um, I did. I hope you guys had a good time talking with me. Absolutely. Thank you, chat, for being here. Whether you're new or whether you're a regular, we welcome you to the Hot Takes Horde. And I'll drop it one more time before we go and roll the um, the trailer. Jump in our Discord server. It's a lot of fun. Until okay. next week, we'll see you all at 9 p.m. Eastern on Monday, um, April 10th with Geometro. Geometro. And that's only on Hot Takes. Good night, everybody. It's a hot take.
So I have a hot take for you. My hot take? Well, I think some artists need to put a little more energy in their live sets. Overly complicated tracks are things that uh, they kind of ruin a track for me. Don't stick to any kind of genre label. Future bass is the worst music genre ever created. Yeah! Barber Beats was the original Vaporwave. Fuck General Midi Choir, it's all bad. Bruh. Worst album artwork I've ever seen is uh, Green Day's Father of All Motherfuckers, probably. I find new music often, and I usually illegally download it. Stuff that sounds good. Sample is Vaporwave. It's still Vaporwave, buddy. Midiwave is a, a form of Vaporwave. Deal with it. Gen Z is the future of Vaporwave. I said it. What is your musical guilty pleasure, Vaporer? It's gotta be K-pop. You don't like mint chocolate chip ice cream? You are a baby. Music isn't real. I smell weed. I'm Dan Mason. This is Babe Eric. This is FM Skyline. This is Mesh. Yo, this is Groovy Kaiju. This is Christ. You're listening to to uh, uh Hot Takes. That's that's the one. Don't touch my records. Ever.